When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm smart enough. I'm good enough. And doggone it, people, people like me. People like me. Oh my goodness. <clears throat> Is that how you start your day? Is that Jack Handy or Stuart Smalley? Jack Handy? I don't know. <laughs> All right. Welcome to another episode of Opinions That Don't Matter. I'm Sean. And I'm Katie. And we are here to discuss such exciting things as Johnny Depp. Because no. apparently that's what everyone wants to talk about. <laughs> Elon Musk in Twitter. No. That was well, I do week. think there is something with Johnny Depp that is at least important to mention up front. Is that he's my best friend and we hang out <laughs> on the weekend. He's teaching me to play a guitar. Oh. Uh, he's not as good of a guitar teacher as PJ is, but. PJ is the best. Mm-hmm. But what I was going to say is that men often don't speak up about being abused because there's this thought or belief that, you know, we're bigger, we're stronger. We won't be <clears throat> abused or beat up, especially not from the women in your life, you know, because technically, like, I'm def- definitely very weaker and smaller than you. I wouldn't say that. <laughs> look at these bruises on my arms, people. You had to get blood drawn. <laughs> I like how the bruise, like, in the bend of your elbow. Look at this bruise. Um, but anyways, uh, you to know. To clarify, I had uh, blood work done yesterday, so yes. they, my arms are bruised because they couldn't find a vein. They couldn't find blood in this arm. Which was strange. That arm's dead. I was like, I'm pretty sure there's blood in there. She's like, I don't know. We can't. I was like, okay, well, try the other one. She's like, yeah, that that might be better. <laughs> um, anyway, men don't report abuse, especially, you know, when it's domestic abuse like that as often. And I think that, you know, at the very least, because she has a history of abusing other partners, we've learned. Oh, other but she's she's bisexual so she's had relationships with women and it's other women who've reported it okay which just goes to show that like men just don't report it because they think it makes them maybe look weak or something but and it is serious and it does happen something to consider as well is that he's he's got a persona that's wrapped around <clears throat> being a leading man in hollywood mm-hmm. so not that his roles are always macho but you know like there's something about being the leading man and then to say, oh, I've been abused by a woman. Like it just, yeah. it's these old norms or mentalities that mm-hmm. uh, I, I don't know how to explain that properly, well, it's like but a, you know what I'm saying? It's a stigma, it's stigma um, and assumptions and like uh, the, I mean, in general, this happens with abuse, but I think in particular with men where it's like, what does that say about me? Mm. You know? And so I think as if there's anything to take away from like a celebrity trial, which like is none of our business and I don't think it should be televised. But the thing that we should take away is that men can be abused too. It is just as serious and it should be reported. You oh, know? I agree 100%. I do want to make a clarification based on something I said last week. Yeah. I was listening to the podcast as I was editing it and I made a mistake. I said that um, <clears throat> civil trials are, are able to be filmed while um, uh, Having nose issues. criminal cases are not. And sorry, bless you. Sorry, excuse me. Uh, but it turns out I, I said that wrong. It's actually that federal cases cannot be broadcast. Oh, okay. Uh, but everything else is fair game. So, oh, so even criminal, I think it's just federal. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. With that said, it was interesting because I was flipping through the news mm-hmm. yesterday and one of your viewers brought to light that um, Amber Heard, there was, I guess, uh, a psychologist or a psychiatrist, I'm not sure, mm-hmm. um, who is on the stand, perhaps, or as a was introduced witness, as, maybe. Yeah, or they introduced evidence from this person. It could be go either way. Depends on what they wanted. Right, and I believe the person has a has made an assessment that she has borderline personality disorder as well as histrionic personality disorder. Oh, histrionic I, makes sense. I don't borderline know. Doesn't in a, like. I guess it's the. I could see both. Um, if for those of you who don't know, borderline personality disorder, it's its main pillar is fear of abandonment. And she does swing from relationship to relationship. So maybe that's part of that. Um, and you can have like impulsive, you can feel very impulsive and struggle with like sense of self. And I don't know if that would necessarily, you know, be the catalyst for 
her abusing somebody i mean it just but you can you can be very sensitive mm-hmm. and i don't mean that as i know that word people judge it but it, it's just the truth is that we they they call bpd people like um you know emotional burn victims and so when something happens it's a small slight it feels huge to us with bpd and it can feel oh you know and i could see that maybe if she already has a short temper or never learned how to manage you know that could be what sets her off histrionic is more about doing anything for attention which even this trial you could argue um it can be sexualized it cannot be it's and that's like I'm doing not doing these full justice, just like telling sure, you you're, bare bones. But <clears throat> that I could see that. Hmm. Very I don't know interesting. Her, but from what I know, yeah. Well, that's them in the news. Ta-da. That's all I know. I mean, I just it's just the highlights. I read the headlines. We have an intense puppy parlance. Oh, do we ever? Man, shit went. Can I say shit on this show? Sure. Okay. Say shit as much as you want. <laughs> Things went down. <laughs> And it just keeps getting more exciting. Having a dog in your life is very interesting. It is. Well, we told you guys how Charlotte and Roxy chased a big armadillo, like big. Um, I am holding my hands up if you're just listening to like about a foot and a half long. It was like the like size of a rugby ball. Wide. Yeah, like a rugby ball. Almost exactly, but with a tail and a cute little head with ears. That was the big one. And they could not figure out. I mean, Charlotte just barked and ran after it because she's just a little foo-foo dog. But Roxy couldn't figure out how to bite the thing because it had its its shell. She tried with the head and it would like come back like it was going to bite her, but then it'd kick with its feet. And anyway, chaos ensued and I ran around chasing them. I don't know. I didn't know what I was doing. This was crazy. That made three of you. I was inside. I wasn't even <laughs> Sean was it, asleep. So, yeah. We trapped that one and it was taken away. To the creek, humanely, and mm-hmm. They release loose. it. Yeah. They take it and release it. <clears throat> now... Since then, our neighbors said, well, we've had little like small ones over on our side. We're trying to try trap those. So they called the same pest company who came out to trap theirs. And we also had the dogs still freaking out. Like Charlotte got under our deck. My mom got worried because she didn't come out. And she was like digging and digging and digging in this one part. And we assumed it was the armadillo's nest if they have a nest. Anyways. Cribs. Armadillo cell. <laughs> Welcome to my First crib. You, is that how you think armadillos? Is talk? that a Benz in the garage? <laughs> you know, or are they guinea they pigs? I don't know. He didn't make any noises. He just kind of wiggled his ears and nose and kicked and yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyway, long story short, dogs were still sure something was under the deck, and I was like, oh god, we probably because next door they said they caught one and they saw one and blah blah. blah. And I was they, like, oh my god, they trapped a small one, released it at the creek. Then they were sure that maybe there was another one Mm -hmm. at the same time, though, at the same time as we were passing an email back and forth about, you know, what the action is in the neighborhood. Mm -hmm. You. So I took Roxy out. This was Sunday night about 1130. Sean was like putting dishes away. We're getting ready for bed. And so I was like, oh, I'll take her back out. So I took her out and she went pee. And then we were coming back to go back inside the house and she darted off into the darkness. Now, because they're working on our garage, we don't have any outdoor lights right now. So at night, it's like you have to have a flashlight. But at the front of the house, there are lights. So like I walked out with her there and that's where she peed. And then we went in essentially into the darkness to get into the house. And when she ran off, I was like, oh, no. And I was like, oh, whatever. She probably like she's been sniffing for that armadillo. Well, then armadillo by morning then i I like try to call her and she's like she's making noises i'm like oh no so i go inside i'm like sean i need a flashlight i think she got the armadillo or something i I swear she must have caught it and she did so i come outside with with the flashlight and you ever seen that um it was like the internet was really angry and it was Justin Bieber eating a burrito sideways instead of from the yes <laughs> that's what Roxy was doing she was eating the armadillo burrito sideways. sideways she had it in her mouth it was you know not very large it was like a little piglet it was a little baby and I felt it didn't have bad. much of a an armor on it and no because it just she, been born she looked like a Dracula like two fangs stuck in it and like it was bleeding yeah and I was like oh no I know and, and I'm and like you feel bad for the creature I but, did I'm, I'm like God damn, you should have gotten that trap earlier. <laughs> right. We were trying to get <laughs> You'd you You'd be out with your here. mom in, in the creek. <laughs> so I, I asked Roxy to drop it. Roxy ran to the door to, to present take it, it inside. At the, yeah, at the door. Which is it, why we don't use doggy doors. Cause right. So she, you know, I, I grabbed her. And, it was already and, dead. Uh, it was pretty, yeah. So anyway, we had to take care of the critter and put it in a garbage. 
because I didn't want her eating it. Say a little prayer for me. So that all happened at 1130. But at least she saved us another $200 for them to come and trap them. Jules in our community, I was talking about this on the Patreon live stream. She was like, I bet they have a racket where they like have them breed. And then, you know, they know they're going to have to come back and, you know, they release it three doors down. (laughs) It's the same one over and over. Because $200 is a lot. When they told me that, I was like, oh, we're in the wrong business. We should just be trapping armadillos. Um, but anyway, so we they caught one next door. We Roxy caught that one. The mom is gone. So armadillos, I guess, can have litters as small as two, but up to, I don't know, like eight or ten or some crazy amount. My mom sent me a bunch of facts about them. And their average lifespan is 16 years. Oh, really? And they can live up to 30 years. And I was like, wow. Um, but anyways... Um, we have an armadillo problem, but we might not anymore. I, if, the armadillos have a human problem. They do. They do. I think we've encroached on their territory. Yeah, I definitely think we have. Well, but anyways. Anyway, so Roxy earned her keep. She saved us $200. Yeah. But I felt bad about it and I hated it, but it was, it's, it's a dog. It's whatever, you know? So that was, that was our puppy parlance. Is there anything else that she's been doing? No, I think that's it. That's good. Oh, today she was obsessed with peanut butter. I didn't know she had had tried it before. It was amazing. I gave so, it to her on a little piece of apple once because I was having that for a snack. Yeah. And I made her do some tr- tricks for it. I didn't know about that. And, and then I've used it so I can trim her nails. Oh. Put it on her lick pad. Well, I had a little bit of peanut butter for breakfast this morning. Just, you know, being sensible. Nothing huge or whatever. I was just... <laughs> a little dollop on a spoon but mm-hmm. there was a little extra so i went and I, I i gave it to her off my finger and she went bananas because she doesn't get it very often i didn't know that she'd ever tried it but she was kooky and she doing did all tricks the tricks it was kind of fun and then she followed me around and kept sitting everywhere uh-huh. i'd stop she'd sit like as <laughs> and if, look at him like yeah hey i'm doing I'm the like, good thing so if you know how to do that why don't you do that all the time right but, especially when you're on a leash exactly Anyways, that's Puppy Parlance. Thank you for listening. Yep. Roxy appreciates you. We appreciate you. Listen, if this is your first time here, oh, don't forget to subscribe. Leave us a review. Share it with a friend. Yeah. If you're on Apple, certainly leave a review. That Can helps the show. Can you leave reviews up. anywhere else? Mm, I don't think so. But if you're watching on Spotify, which it is a video platform for us, mm-hmm. um, you can also listen on Spotify, by the way. But if you're looking at the video, you'll also notice that sometimes we have polls and questions for you to answer. Really? Yeah. Spotify has so many tricks. I know. Tricks up their sleeves. Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh, and I do have um, another housekeeping thing. We have a member of our community who is new to the trans community, has been working in therapy and realized, um, you know, that's where they belong and is wanting to know if there's anybody out there in our community. I know we have other members of our community um, who might want to be a resource to assist or to at least support and help them navigate this new community. They're wanting just some some peer support. Oh. And I told them I would put it out there and you can leave it in the comments. And if so, then I will connect you with them. Um, mm. But their family is not very supportive. So we're kind of looking for other people to be there for them. That's got to be pretty difficult if your family's not supportive of what your uh, what your life is. That's, yeah. Well, that's... they have another member of their family who is also trans, and the family essentially disowned them. Yeah. So there's a lot of fear around that. <clears throat> they don't live at home anymore, but it's still a little um, difficult, you know. And it's nice to have other people who've either already been through that process themselves, have you know come out to friends or family or whatever, and at least can you know just be there and under actually get it so there's something about feeling like somebody gets it you know what i mean Mm. so anyway um let us know in those comments i will check it and i'm sure that member of our community will check it i'm trying to keep everybody's you know any details yeah it's their personal business but they did ask if i would do that and i offered it because i was like i think we have members of our community well that's nice to be the bridge might support and also, obviously, I recommend the Trevor Project. They have a lot of great support there. That's a fantastic organization. Yep. I I have heard from a lot of people mm-hmm. who have used the services over the years and who also support, and it's it's legit, and yep. they do a great job. Yeah, and so. we donated money and gone to events for them, and yeah. we've tried to find ways to work together, but I don't know if we've worked directly with them on videos yet, but we've done other projects with them, and I think they're really great. Um, so, yeah. So, anyways, let me know. Or email us at otdmpod at gmail.com. That would also be a great and easy way for us to get you connected with each other. 
Oh, two yeah. other things mm-hmm. on, on my agenda. Yeah. One is a medical update. <gasps> medical. What's and happening? And two is, wait, one and two. Medical update. There was something else. Anyways, the medical update. <laughs> It'll dun, come. dun, dun. Okay. Mm-hmm. I just, mm-hmm. so I opened my email. Yesterday, I went and got my blood test done. And then my results came in. Oh, wow. So fast. I know. I was like, good on them for good service. Quest Diagnostics. They do. They own the whole blood draw yeah. space, I feel like. Luck of the draw is what I say. <laughs> so I went in, got my blood drawn. Previously, uh, when I visited the doctor, I didn't have my cholesterol done by accident. They they, they forgot, forgot to write check up that the bo- panel. Yeah. Well, Katie, drum roll. I'm unhealthy. <laughs> uh, you got high cholesterol. Oh, yeah, that's why my- we were in the bathroom. Sean was taking his vitamins and I was putting makeup on for this. And he was like, it's time to change my diet. And I was like, what? I successfully lowered my cholesterol previously once before, like just at will. I, I Dwight shrewded it mm. and, uh, and I retracted my it. cholesterol levels. I'm going to have to do it again. I know, you know, you, you kind of let things get off the, the rails a little bit. And um, so it's time to tighten things up. So tighten it up. A little up. bit more exercise, a lot more exercise, uh, better food choices, a little less alcohol. I've already cut caffeine out, which is good. This uh, I didn't realize Caffeine's that. not that bad for you. It Surprisingly, can increase it, your blood pressure. Well, if you have too much, you can have a cup a day or two I was cups reading a day or something. And it also affects your cholesterol and your triglycerides. Oh, I had no idea. I know. So I have some some work to do. Not a lot, but a little. <laughs> I know what the doctor's already going to say, so I'm going I'm to preemptively strike. But I'll go back in for another blood panel coming up soon. But <laughs> kicker of all kickers, mm-hmm. you know it's low? My vitamin D. What? I know. So I was trying to guess. I was like, uh, it was low previously. Then they gave me the super dose of, uh, we still 50, take it 000. every day. You uh, might need a bigger dose then. Yeah. Or is it vitamin B? I think it's vitamin D that I'm low on, but either way I take supplements for both. Yeah. And so. also we were in Corpus. You went on the boat with Larry. Like you've been out in the sun. Yeah. Womp womp. So <sighs> I'm getting old. We well, just got to take care of yourself. That's why it's important that we all get our physicals, get our blood drawn. Um, I'll never forget. So my grandma would refuse to go to the doctor forever. And my papa, of all things, it's funny because they always say like women live longer, you know, I don't know, probably for many reasons, but a lot in my family, the, the joke was that women go to the doctor. Like when something's wrong, we go to the doctor. And men don't go as often. And anyway, it was the opposite with my papa and my grandma. And she went to the doctor finally. Let's say she's like the ripe age of like 75 and does like blood work and everything and because she's a heavier woman the doctor expected her to have like high cholesterol um you know i don't know high blood pressure all this stuff and she had no issues and it wasn't until i think she was like 80 that she had to take a blood pressure pill because she had high blood pressure um but it was just it's just interesting and she that's the only medicine she was on until like the last year of her life was just that blood pressure pill hmm. Also, she was supposed to take potassium, but she refused. So there's that. Yeah. I'm, I'm a firm <laughs> believer that once the 1950s roll around and we start introducing all sorts of junk into the food system mm-hmm. that, you know, progressively everyone's becoming more ill. Also, we have this, not but everyone, but- argue not, we're living longer. Well, yeah, but we're also eating hydrogenated foods mm-hmm. and or oils. And uh, there's a lot of things going on. Massive amounts of sugar, massive amounts of sodium. Totally. Because, you know, in-, in developed nations Mm -hmm. these things are for the most part readily available and if you're getting cheap food sources as well those typically are infused with a lot of the the things that make it taste good but aren't that good for you yeah so agreed but anyway so anyway we got uh sean had his blood work done we'll have i'll have my physical again coming up here soon let's get physical physical but get checked out i know people get scared so like my grandma wouldn't want to go to the doctor because she was like, I don't want to. What if they tell me something bad? I'd rather just not know. I love it. I and go like, there. I chat away. I ask I'm, all I'm sorts of questions. Curious. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, ooh, I'm the science experiment today. Yeah. And I, I know that it can be scary. It can be triggering for its own reasons. But please, please, please get your yearly physicals. Ask questions. See the doctor. If you need to have a support person come with you, have someone come with you. Um, because so many things are preventative, like your vitamin D. Um, if you don't know... If you don't remember. I have rickety crickets. No, but like three years ago, Sean's vitamin D was so low. We thought he was like depressed. Like it was just weird. I was depressed. But it causes symptoms like that. And very pale. And we wouldn't have known what it was if we didn't do that. And then you could fix it so that you feel better. Like it's a simple vitamin that he had to take. Gave you weird dreams, but overall improved your mood and energy level. True. So 
yeah go get checked out okay well that's that's it for now i think that was can, all on my list yeah i think we can safely move into our letters because we want to catch up mm-hmm. with you yes what's happening with you well, what's happening i'm trying to think if there's anything else happening with us we have some weddings coming up we haven't had weddings in forever i know wedding season is upon us lamar is getting married we're going to head up to michigan that's yes. going to be exciting to see him walk the aisle and, walk the aisle well you know it's a fashion show <laughs> You walk the aisle, don't you? What do you Men call it? Men don't walk down the aisle. <clears throat> the down, you walk down the oh, aisle. Oh, yeah, that's right. To see his beautiful bride walk he, the aisle. Yeah, then... walk down the aisle. Not yeah. walk the aisle. Walk the runway. <laughs> Cameras are going... <laughs> no, but remember, I mean, I guess, you, it, I guess you do walk down the aisle as the man. You walk first. And right. then remember your grandma walked you down. Yeah. And then you stood and you waited while the rest of the people come. And then I came. Nervously waiting for you if in case you weren't going to show up. You weren't nervous. No. You I had guys I at, the, there. at the gate with nets in case tried to run away. I was like, don't let her run away. We'd already done our pictures. You'd <clears throat> seen know. me. I'm just kidding. Um, we had my papa walk me down the yeah, aisle. Yeah. Walk me down the aisle. Right. Say it with me. So we have Lamar's wedding. <laughs> He's going to walk down the aisle. <laughs> then we also have Lauren and Adam getting married. Yes. Yes. What? Uh, that felt like I was cutting you off. Oh, I'm just excited because they're party people. Not that Lamar is not a party person, but. Not in the same way. Yeah, different types of parties. Yeah, so. and I've never been to a Chaldean wedding. Uh, it's so going to be going off. That's food. Lamar. Lamar's and his family, they're Chaldean, and his soon-to-be wife is, a, is Chaldean. So I'm very excited to experience that. I want, Is the food going to be different, too? I'm not sure. I don't really know anything about the Chaldean culture, so I'm very excited about Lots that. Lots of dancing. And if you don't know what Chaldeans are, they're Christian Iraqis. Yes. So anyway, um, so there's that. That'll be cool. Lauren and Adam, g- good friends of ours, too. Um They've been together forever, and I've kind of just been like, when are you guys going to to make this official? Because let's party. Let's celebrate, you guys. And they also love good food and drink. Yeah. And we're having like a whole event at the river. I thought wedding season was almost over for us. I thought we were done. We'd yeah, moved but... on to where our friends' kids would be getting married next, right. and we'd have to just wait it out. But so we have those. And then we've been recently invited to our friend Nazara McKenzie's wedding uh-huh. um, in San Francisco. I feel it's like... We haven't had weddings in forever. I know. Also, the pandemic probably put a little yeah. damper on. We could have spread these out over a couple of years, but instead, now that <clears throat> not the pandemic's over by any means, seems how we just caught COVID. But, um, no, but people are getting on with their lives because there's only so much you can do. I heard there's going to be a nasal spray that's coming out shortly. Oh, awesome. Yeah. For COVID? Yes. Just get get it, get it rid of it? Spray it in your nose. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because it is a, it's a pulmonary disease, they call it, right? Lungs? lung disease uh, I, I think or lung partially i think they've moved on beyond it just being pulmonary okay well it also affects your heart so yeah it's, it's but anyway a, that makes sense that it would go in your nose is what i was gonna say yeah first line of fence yep i don't know okay so that's that's i'm excited about that and i'm excited i just love a wedding when it's not mine oh god yeah because no like re- planning your wedding like don't do it just elope no stress just although chill. even though it's super stressful and it's expensive it's still nice to see all your friends, you know, 100%. It was still fun. And, and your grandma got to sign our marriage certificate. Mm-hmm. And, I think and that's Lamar's really wedding is going to be a reunion of a bunch of friends that haven't seen each other in a while. I know. It's is Nichols cool. coming? Um, I don't think so, but. Yeah. Anyway, I'm excited to see everybody. So it'll be fun. Okay. Let's get into our first letter. And it is just simply titled letter for the podcast. It says, Dear Katie and Sean, I am writing in response to some of the folks that have chimed in about medical traumas. Katie was considering doing some research on them and dedicating a show or a video to them. And I think that is a fabulous idea. It's unfortunately really common. It can be scary to have a... I think the thing about medical stuff, first of all, the fact that we aren't doctors and we don't fully understand what's going on can be scary. Like, uh, um, I'll never forget my friend Joanna after having her second child hemorrhaged and then was like bleeding more than normal and had to be rushed to the hospital and they said if she hadn't come she would have died like crazy and she still like has a tough time with that but i think it's because we don't understand we don't know and we can't fix it on our own and also we can feel like we just have to do those like oh you have to have surgery okay you know i don't know it's something about that like lack of empowerment or control over the situation that I think is scary. Um, But it's also, oh, Roxy is making all sorts of noise. Well, it's not like a vehicle. I mean, your body is a vehicle. Don't get Mm -hmm. me wrong. But with a car or something of this nature, if something goes wrong, ultimately you can get a new one. Mm -hmm. 
you, you know, if you're a mechanic body. and you, you know, you, you determine that it's not, but with, with your health, you have to maintain it, right? Yeah. Otherwise, what's the option, you know? Yeah. So, so anyway, so I think it is the, scary. Yeah. And also like the, the second component I was going to talk about is the fact that like having people like access your body when you're out, you're unconscious can be hard mm-hmm. for people too. Okay. Also, when they come back with information, a lot of it's gibberish or you're so nervous that you don't recall the information, which is usually my case. I'm like, what did they tell me? I don't even remember. You know, that's I, why I usually try I'm to be there. Down when or they, record mm-hmm. it audio wise. Yep. Smart. All smart things. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this person goes on and says, when I was a boy, I was taken to a hospital on a number of occasions for testing, but never really told why I was there. As you might imagine, it was a difficult experience. I'd been having some health issues that caused me to do poorly in school. My mom and dad wanted to get to the bottom of it but just could not give me the support that I needed, perhaps because my dad was a workaholic that basically put his success in the business world above everything else. Oh, that's a bummer. And my mom was suffering from depression. Ooh, that's hard. Only when I was in my 30s did I get somewhat of an answer to what was ailing me. It took me nearly dying from a handful of blood clots for a doctor to do some genetic testing. Do you have what I have? If Katie was to do some work on this, because if you guys don't know, I'm a carrier of the Factor V Leiden which is like a blood clotting disorder. And I'm wondering if that, okay, anyway, if Katie was to do some work on this, I think there's a great three part message um, to someone who has experienced any medical traumas. Number one, you are a survivor. Give yourself credit for making it through your experience. I agree. Number two, when it comes to healthcare providers, you have to like them. If not, you will not go to see them. That's also, I mean, we talk about that with therapy and therapists, but it's also true for doctors. If you don't like them, or think that they hear you, why would you go to them when you're, you know? And number three, learn as much as you can about your condition. Education is empowerment. I agree. These are all great points. It says, keep up the good work. Y'all have helped uh, more folks than you ever know. And Katie, speaking of blood clots, you had the best, you had best take care of yourself and your factor five. <laughs> oh. I do. I wear my compression socks when we fly and I don't, uh, I don't smoke. I don't take my birth control. Uh, I do all the things I'm supposed to do exercise regularly if you could ever if i could ever be of assistance to folks in the community please reach out i respond to emails and have facebook tom from virginia well thanks tom yeah thank you just one quick note on that i i think it's really interesting that these things aren't taught like those three simple points mm-hmm. i was never taught that in school and i think that that could really i don't know maybe it's taught in other people's schooling systems because i'm only representative of one province in canada but i would assume but i'm from another state in the united states and we weren't i feel like health class i i I think everybody agrees with this that there are a lot of different things that should be taught in school that were not balance a checkbook yeah uh budgets savings compound interest how health insurance works in your area and it's important even in Canada, like you have to get a primary care doctor and then they have to, you have to accept you. And then you have to, you know what I mean? There's like a process to every system. And especially in the United States, when it comes to like, I don't need to know that. I know a squared plus B squared equals C squared. <laughs> I don't use it. Theorems. I'm sure it's used around me in the world, but yeah, you know, or the Magna Carta, come on. So important. But I think with health and regard, like regarding what that Tom's letter was, is I think it's important for people to to know their rights when it comes to your medical records and any kind of thing like that that you can select the doctor that you like or want you know um, how you can educate yourself about an illness how to advocate for yourself all that stuff i think is important and could be easily part of health class because you do learn about like stds or we did i don't know we had like a my school wasn't one of those conservative doesn't teach about sex ours taught about sex and safe sex and stds and stuff i feel like it could easily weave into there where you're like this is how you make sure that you're okay this is how you ask questions these are important things when you know yeah because when you're younger for the most part now not everyone but for the most part your health is is in great shape so you want to keep it there and i know that they try and teach you these things you know in pe maybe i just wasn't listening to the lessons like hey you should it's also a long time ago yeah but i really think that we need to up that game so that we get get this nation healthy well yeah and and so people feel more empowered to make good medical decisions for themselves get the fast food out of the high school cafeterias yeah we like why is pizza hut selling we we didn't have that in mind but we did have pop yeah why are there vending machines with soda that's not good okay sean one thing at a time let's move on yeah we have a letter 
from our minister of rock and roll. Oh, hey, Dave. (laughs) It's not Dave. And it is entitled, We Finally Had Our First Gig. Yay! This is from Christoffices. Dear Katie, dear Sean, dear Roxy, and the whole OTDM community. Christoph here, minister of rock and roll, high priest of the electric guitar, and godfather of the no- the nosy neighbors. That's his band. noisy neighbors. Sorry, nosy. The nosy neighbors. It's a bunch of. Uh, <laughs> They're all in your business. I ordered us a noisy neighbor shirt, but it hasn't arrived yet. Oh, cool! So ten days ago, we finally had our first gig with this band, and man, were we great! I posted some pictures on the discord server as well as a video more can be found at our youtube channel on our website www remember when people used to always say that i just thought that was fun www.noisyneighbors.at so i looked you up mm-hmm. and i encountered another noisy neighbors that's what christoph said they're not the only oh. noisy no not here but he told me this <laughs> I was like, man, Chris, Christoph was playing gigs in Virginia. That's awesome. Good for him. I totally over my head and I'm looking in the photos. I can see people, you know, mm-hmm. at the show and I'm like, none of them look like a rock and roll God, which where's the white hair from? Nobody Chris- has good hair in this band. I'm like, it's a bunch of Sean's, you know, and uh, no, that's not him. That's just a person loving the music. You know, there's no guitar in that person's hand. Mm. It was a totally it was a different, different noisy, neighbors. noisy neighbor. It was the nosy neighbors. Nosy. Cease and desist immediately. Send them a cease and desist. <laughs> so the end, they have a Facebook page, Instagram, et cetera. Okay. Yes, I'm also the social media manager of our band. Whoop, Love it. Whoop. So the evening was a huge success. Between soundcheck and the gig, I have to admit, I was pretty nervous. Check well, one, two. check two, check, check. Check three means go pee because you feel like you have to go even though you just went. But I guess this is normal when you play for the first time with a band in front of an audience. Of course, and normally we wouldn't have these big lulls in performance where we have, you know, two years of nothing. Usually you'd have little, you know, you'd be doing stuff and it wouldn't feel like such a big deal, I guess. But it's also normal to be nervous in general. And of course, there was the anxiety of how many people would actually show up. I know. I hate that feeling. I know that too. In the end, there were about 30 to 50 people, which doesn't sound like much, but it it's filled the people. club pretty well. That's a lot of people. And I think this is not bad for an unknown band on a Wednesday night. I think it's awesome. That's amazing. The only downside of that date was that on the same night, Katie's live stream happened and I had to miss it. Well, you can't have it all. I know. And I I do my best to move the dates around and everything. We did Fridays. We've done Saturdays. We've done. But lately, Wednesdays have been it was the last month or two have been the days for some live streams. And I know that it hasn't worked for everybody. So I apologize. Anyways, my nervousness was gone the minute I entered the stage and started to play. And from then I knew we got this. And maybe it did help that I'm not the focus of attention as this is usually the singer. So I could relax a bit. Yes, we made some mistakes, but who cares? That's the funny thing is when it comes to playing music, because I was in choir and in band in high school, when it comes to playing music, Unless it's a really off note that stands out, nobody knows if you make a mistake, especially when it comes to bands, because they don't know your music that well. Mm. So like, oh, we we didn't hit that note or we even maybe skipped a whole verse. Nobody knows. Only you know. So, So who cares? We had a good time, especially our singer. It was her first time as lead singer in front of people. She sings in a choir, but this was different. It is different. And I could see throughout the gig how she warmed up more and more and became really comfortable in her role. Oh, cool. Yay. So we played our gig. The money we collected was donated for Ukrainian refugees, and we had a real good time. Can't wait for the next one, which will be on July 1st. So that's it for today from my side. Hope you're doing well. Christoph. Doing great. And congratulations on putting on the show. And it's just exciting. How exciting Keep putting yourself back out there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Noisy so, neighbors. We'll hopefully have our shirts by next week, but I don't know. It says they've shipped. I would so. assume band practice this week as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I think band practices are on Wednesdays. Yeah. Maybe Tuesdays. I hopefully forget. there's little snippets on your social media from band practice. I'm sure. I'm sure. I think if behind not, the scenes is always cool. To check out their Instagram. See what they've got going. Okay. We unplugged Roxy's uh, doorbell and she is hitting it vigorously. Click, click, click. Oh, okay. From Christoph to our prime minister, we have an update. This is entitled OTDM Land Update. Also, IV machine beeping and 
you're going to stick that needle where? (gasps) (laughs) Hi, David Redacted. Says, hello, Katie, Sean, and the OTDM universe. It is the right honorable David Redacted, prime minister of OTDM land. I came back early from my trip once I heard what happened with Roxy. Thank you. We appreciate your service. As prime minister of OTDM land, I shall not have any of the citizens of our great land injured by such an attack. Roxy was bitten by another dog. Therefore, with the help of Jules, the secret minister of secrets, whisper. Wait, nobody's supposed to know about the secret minister of secrets. Let's keep that between us. Okay, thanks. We have hired four of our most fearsome and terrifying animals that are ever known to mankind. That's right. We have brought. Oh, we have brought in. Late army. The chihuahuas. Oh, yeah. Oh, you send the chihuahuas in? In parentheses, it says dramatic chipmunk meme. (laughs) The Karens of the animal kingdom. What animal wants to mess with a chihuahua? No one. Who wants to mess with a Karen? No one. This extraordinary combination will keep Roxy safe. And I feel that uh, that she's in good hands. Or should I say paw? No, no puns here. Let's move on. (laughs) OTDM land update. I want to announce today a new act that I signed called the Every Dog Has Its Day Act. Every dog in OTDM land has the inalienable right to wet food and chew toys and a well-maintained dog well-maintained dog park. God, OTDM land just keeps getting better. Better and better. I hope the dogs enjoy their new unalienable rights. Don't worry about other animals and we'll get to them. Our country is still new. We're working on getting things up and running. So all in good time. Moving on. Compassionate leadership is is what really makes things work. David just, you know, takes it upon himself, makes good changes, improves (laughs) OTDM land. But we're moving on to IV machine beeping. Mm, Sounds serious. Remember, I was talking about how my grandma's was beeping and they had me just hit it, stop, and and I kept going. And then I was like, I feel like this is getting out of control. (laughs) Katie, you mentioned episode 107 that a nurse showed you the button to hit to mute the IV machine alarm. I have my own IV beeping story. Recently, I was hospitalized for cholangitis. Is that right? C-H-O-L-A-N-G-I-T-I-S. Looks like that to me. Which, according to HopkinsMedicine.org, is an inflammation of the bile duct system. The bile duct system carries bile from your liver and gallbladder into the first part of your small intestine. Ooh, that sounds painful, though, That if you had an issue there. That wasn't fun. And as a side note, it wasn't fun when the hospital forgot where they put me in the middle of the night. But that's another story for another day. The IV machine I was hooked up to would go off on occasions, and the nurse would check the device, check the IV line, and turn off the alarm. The alarm was going off because the IV had stopped flowing. I caused this by positioning my arm in such a way to stop the fluids from entering my vein. Oh. Oh. You're going to stick that needle where? (laughs) We're moving on. I have a question to ask everyone. What is your pain tolerance when you get a shot? I'd like to say mine is high, but I've never had to have one of those really big needles Mm. like you had to have in your, your hip. Oh, that was gnarly. Yeah. I, I don't think I have a very high t- pain tolerance. I don't think I have a very low pain tolerance. I'm probably somewhere around the middle with slightly, I, I can take a little bit. Mm-hmm. When it comes to needles, um, the one in the hip, it was really big and ugly. And I don't know what gauge that was, but it was. Felt really large. Yeah, it looked like a, they were, you, you know, using part of a spoon, you know. Or yeah, you're like, that's like, not oh, the right end. Pretty, yeah. What's happening? <laughs> but uh, yesterday when the lady was taking my blood. Mm-hmm. She was really digging around. Like mm-hmm. she Trying pushed to in a further. She goes, oh, we're going all the way up to your brain. I'm like, <laughs> not the joke I want to hear. Also finish what yeah. you're doing. And then she was like kind of moving it back and forth mm-hmm. and, you know, in a mm-hmm. stabbing motion. No. <laughs> and uh, that's when we decided to use the other arm. Mm-hmm. That didn't make me queasy or there was no pain associated. But mm-hmm. when she went to stick it in the other arm, I was like, I got I slightly had, nervous. And yeah. I never get nervous when I get it. I think it's because the other one didn't work out so well. Right. I was like, oh. you're like, ah, yeah. Um, but pain tolerance i mean have you ever had an accident where you've busted up a bone pretty good i've never broken a bone knock Mm. on wood but i do the reason i think i have a high pain tolerance is because i've had things done like whether it's wisdom teeth pulled out a root canal gum graft surgery Mm -hmm. um oh yeah all sorts of different things and people when those things happened 
people in my life who'd had it before are like, oh my God, it's the worst. And they would like complain like it was, oh my God, so painful. And I was like, no, it wasn't. So I think that they're just uh, losers who need to up oh, their pain. I'm just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I just, that just makes me think that I must have a higher pain tolerance than yeah. other people. I've had a couple of pretty good accidents. Yeah. Where True. there's the moment after, because life is going along, bam. And then you're lying there or whatever position you find yourself crumpled in, you know, if you've been struck by a vehicle or. Well, also your cluster headaches or trigeminal neuralgia or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. People talk about that like it's like the worst thing ever. And you don't act like it's easy peasy, but like you just have to like go lay down. Like people like double over. Yeah, that's that's by far the worst pain. But the thing is that that's a weird one because it kind of ramps up and ramps up, ramps up. And then it's a nightmare. But what I'm talking about is an accident pain. Mm. The body is so amazing. Like on your snowboard when you whack your head into things. Oh, that. Well, yeah, I hardly remember. I mean, I know what happened, but <laughs> his, neck, was, his neck still makes this crunchy noise. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Uh, but I'm thinking more like along the lines of some of the bicycle accidents I've had or falling down like on, on ice, walking oh, outside, yeah, thanks falling Mon- down. And thanks, like, Montreal. <laughs> one time in Edmonton, I was walking with the boys. We were, we were out and I had my hands in my pockets. Oh, no. Yeah, I don't know why I had my hands. Probably because they were cold. cold. It's Edmonton minus 95 <laughs> degrees. And I stepped off the curb and it was just ice where I stepped into and I didn't even notice and I didn't have a chance to pull my hands out of my pocket and I landed square on my head, like Ugh. right up top here, like uh-huh. just, you know, ass over tea kettle. Ugh. And I just remember like a flash of light and, and, you know, excruciating pain and lying there. But <laughs> what's funny is that your body has these amazing mechanisms that have evolved over years. So instantly you're flooded with all, if, mm-hmm. you know, if you're not passed out or knocked out, your body is dumping all sorts of chemicals to like get you to be able to get, get out back there. up and yeah. get out of the situation. Survive. And I'll tell you what, that is some of the most interesting experiences I've had is like after an accident feeling like, oh man, you have to assess yourself. And I don't know what the time frame is, like five seconds, but your, your body's like, okay, buddy, time to get moving. Yeah. And you start assessing like, what is the damage? Does it hurt here? Here? No. Ow, ow. Am I confused? Like you, oh, you're, you're doing your body like comes back online. But at the same time, you're being flooded with like all sorts of endorphins, dopamine, and uh, norepinephrine, adrenaline. Yeah, and so I can pretty much see why like fighters or runners, people who like push the body to extremes Mm -hmm. that high. I would assume you're producing the same sort of uh, chemical response when you're probably in some ways. That's why self injury can be kind of addicting to people too. uh, Mm -hmm. Same kind of thing. You're like triggering that response. Not everybody gets that, by the way, but I've had some patients over the years who've said that that was why. How did we get here? We were just talking about stick that needle where in the pain. And I think I have a high tolerance and you think you have a little Sorry, David, I hijacked your story. We tend to do that here at OGDM. Okay. So we had a question to ask everyone. What's your pain tolerance when you get a shot? Now think about the most painful injection that you've got. Now, I'd like to ask Sean this question. For this, I need Sean to think about his answer. First... What part of the body would hurt the most if they stuck a needle in it? Then think about what that experience would feel like. I will give my answer shortly, but for now, as a clue, my most painful experience with a needle was below the belt. Remember? Because he had his his piercing. Years ago, I had a nuclear infusion to check my circulation in specific body parts. Okay. The nurse administering the injection told me where they would inject the nuclear meds. And I should expect an uncomfortable burning sensation. I already don't like this. My toes curled up thinking about the potential pain. The worst, actually, the most painful needle experience I had was when I had an ingrown toenail. My toe got whacked with a softball. I think it was a softball or some girl stepped on it in soccer. It was a sports related injury. So I got an ingrown toenail on my right big toe and they had to inject my toe to numb it to be able to pull out the the nail, the part of the nail. And when I tell you that injection, that burning sensation, I can still feel it. Roxy's getting a drink. It's just so intense. Okay. As a person who's gotten a lot of piercings and body mods done, I can say this was the most excruciatingly painful experience I've come across with a needle. Where did the nurse place that needle? In the webbing between my toes. Ah, so sensitive. Yeah, that's a tough area. You were just talking about the toes. I mean, there's Mm -hmm. a lot of nerves there. 
Yeah, and it's yeah, it's just a sensitive area. Oof. I can feel it breaking the skin and the liquid entering and burning around the injection site. It felt like it took forever. It was more like 30 seconds. Still. All I knew was I was glad it was over. And then I forgot. They need to do the same on my other foot. Ah. That's the worst. See, mine was one and done. Like they had to do that toe. The other toe was all good. The infusion was to see how fast the nuclear medicine would flow from my toes up to my legs. I. There's got to be better ways to do Right? Medicine's come a long way in a lot of other. Come on, people. Come on. I was glad it was over and I never had to experience that again until four months later. Going back to Sean. Was the webbing in between your toes the answer you were thinking? No, not at all. <laughs> Probably not, I'm guessing. They said below the belt, I was thinking like in your peener. Right. I had that already and it wasn't that bad. Yeah, true. Yeah. True. It was awkward though, having that conversation with two men while, because I had a vasectomy for those of you who don't know. <laughs> and uh, no big deal, right? <laughs> no big deal, guys. Yeah. <laughs> you know, quite the nervous uh, interaction, but you're sitting there with two people and all you can smell is burning flesh and you're like, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know they. <laughs> I didn't know they cauterized those. I mean, it makes sense, but the seminal ducts, mm-hmm. you know, um, not Crazy. the Anaheim ducts, but <laughs> yeah, not the Anaheim. <laughs> Anyways, very awkward conversation. A lot of tugging and uh, giggling, which I was not expecting. So the giggling, you're so smart. <laughs> it was me. It was me giggling. It's I, just funny because I was nervous <laughs> because not that I had to have surgery like that yeah. in my lady bits, but as as women, when we have to have our OBGYN appointments and stuff, it's not. It's never pleasant, and we do it every year. And so it's just funny when dudes have to do something with their bits, then they're like, oh, it was so strange. And, well, it just, you know. it, it was, it was what it was, you yeah. know? It yeah. was a new experience. <laughs> totally. We keep in touch on Facebook, you know? Yeah, we're buddies, you know. Okay, so um, before I have, oh, oh, before I go, I have three questions for you two. Hopefully you'll find them uninteresting okay (laughs) number one have you ever been bored to tears no i don't know if i have how would i be bored to tears when you're just like you're so like you're like how long is this gonna last oh like i feel like i've been in those scenarios i just can't think of them off the top of my head um yeah i can't oh i can i do know so I would have, when I was a sales rep, you guys know I was a sales rep for many years, we would have these yearly meetings and most of it like doesn't really matter and it's easy and you're like, well, whatever. You're learning about something new or you're listening to some like legal person talk about like, you can't say this and you're like, that's fine. Um, But there would always be at least one that was so boring that I would just play candy crush on my phone mm. i was like get me the fuck out of here and we'd have meetings even as like our group because like for sales reps like you have your like national meeting and then you have like your regional meeting and those regional meetings and you'd have to like present and of course me being me i always want to present first i'd rather just be oh, done. Get out of the way yeah i don't want to think about crush. why be stressed out and then i'd be bored to tears for everybody else's and it wasn't their fault it's just that the subject matter is fucking boring as shit there's so many things with work where you're like, that's so boring. Hmm. Although I have to be honest as a therapist, like CEUs and stuff like that are interesting. I don't pick uh, CEUs or continuing education units. So it's like I pick them on subjects that I want to learn more about. So I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Hmm. I did not know. I took his question literally. I thought bored to tears. Like you're oh, so frustrated cry. with boredom. Yeah. But I mean, you I've don't... been bored before. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But... Any Anything you can think of? Some of the <sighs> things you had to film. Yeah, it's been a couple of pretty dry moments, but you do, you know, things you do for a dollar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Number two, what do you find fun, but everyone else thinks is dull? Mm, thinks is dull. You go first. <laughs> <laughs> um, something I find fun. It's It's tricky. I actually don't mind like cleaning or doing laundry. I find it really, it's like I get to complete a task and it's so, it's so nice to be like, and they're folded and away. Like there's something about that like process that feels. I feel that way about <laughs> cooking and cleaning the kitchen. For hmm. some reason I go into a zone. Don't ask me to do my laundry because no. that will take multiple weeks to do one basket. <laughs> Have you get... folded the ones that you did? With? <laughs> no, I just move it around from pile to pile. He put it on the bed, which usually means when he puts it on our bed, he's like, I'm going to fold it today because I have to do it before we have to go to bed. 
but then he just moved it. So the second question is, what do you find fun, but everyone else thinks is dull? Oh, dishes and cooking. I love to cook because I think it's like a science experiment, Mm -hmm. but obviously the dishes come along with that. And you don't mind it. I don't mind doing dishes. I think. Why do I end up doing them most of the time? Then you don't do dishes most of the time. I clean up after myself. Usually, when you cook, I clean. That's the deal. Hmm. Well, I do dishes so a lot. So I, though, I, I retire. Like scrubbing put pots my, put and my pans. Glove and my wash dishwashing gloves down. Feel these hands. These are the hands of someone who uses palm olive. Yeah, so soft. Um, I think I there's a couple of things that I like that I think most people don't like. I like doing laundry. Mm, I do not like doing laundry. I know laundry. you don't. But I think because it feels, it's an easy task that is, fin- like, it's not that I enjoy it, like, oh, this is so wonderful. It's just, it's a nice process and you fold it and you put it away and it's it's done. And I like that. Mm. I like that feeling. Um, but then I also like to know how things are made. I can watch how it's made shows, like, all the time. And anything crime. Kashan mm. will be like, this is so formulaic. I know it's, I'm like, I still love it. Okay. I enjoy those things. Um, What's the third question? Oh, third question. Sorry, I was still thinking of things. If dying from boredom was a thing, what would... Oh, that's why I said, I hope you find them uninteresting. David, uh, you're, so, you're so funny. Crafty. Uh, if dying of boredom was a thing, what would be your demise? <clears throat> Hearing politicians lie. Mm. Mm. That would be the demise. Yeah. And that, nothing to do with you, David, being our prime minister, by the way. No, we, we love you. I mean, you politicians, not. you know, when, if you turn on C-SPAN, for instance, and you hear someone like blathering on about something that they, they're they claiming they, they care about, or I know some of them do care about things, but sometimes I, I find yeah. politicians speaking to be quite... It is pretty boring. I think um, legal jargon. Oh, yeah. Like if I ever Reading have to contract? be... Yeah, if I have to ever be on calls where they go through contracts... Like, I mean, that's why I pay a lawyer because first of all, I don't understand like three quarters of it. And yeah. Taxes. (gasps) Yes. Anything the IRS does. Good call. That overrides all of it. Makes no sense. We talked to our accountant and she asks us questions about things. And half the time I understand what she's asking, but half the time I don't. And those are just her questions. Those don't have anything to do with like the actual process. of Filling out the forms. You're like line seven. If you have any Skip children, to F if you don't, what color are your socks on Tuesday? <laughs> Multiply that by five. Why in the, okay, just riddle me this. Why doesn't our government just tell us what we owe if they know the answer? There's this old meme that was going around or a tweet or something. It's like, why do we live in a country where the government says you owe us money every year? Well, just tell me how much and I'll pay it. No, 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 no. I want you to guess. Oh, okay. I'll do my best. And if you get it wrong, we're going to charge you more. Also, the test is very confusing. And it doesn't make any sense. And you have to pay someone to do it. There's no like, way to study for no, the test. None of this makes sense. Like It changes every year, by the way. The law, the tax Well, I shouldn't say every year, but every president comes in and, and there fucks are- Fucks with it. Yeah. I agree. That was a good one. Good one, honey. That would be right. my demise. Also. Taxes. Oh my gosh. Simplify yeah. the tax code. Make it easy for everyone so we understand what's going on. Simplify it and maybe even a flat tax. Yeah. But, you know. Anyway, that yeah. would just, that would, I would die of boredom. Okay. I'm already dying of boredom just talking about this. Okay. So I hope you all have a good weekend. Till next time, the Right Honorable David Redacted, mm-hmm. Prime Minister of OTDM Land. Mm-hmm. Thanks for writing in, David. It was good to hear from you. Hopefully, our answers were sufficient. Between the toes. I know. Okay. We have a letter from Carolyn and it is entitled crazy injuries baby stories and team feuds sorry crazy babies crazy injuries no baby stories injury stories and crazy babies you say no go ahead no that's not what i said at all (laughs) hi katie sean roxy and the otdm community i have gotten injured again oh my first major injury was about a year and a half ago when i was diagnosed with tendonitis after that, I sprained my ankle and I needed a boot and crutches. <gasps> Not the boot. Ankleitis is the worst. Ankleitis. Tennisitis is pretty bad. Tennis elbow. Is that what it is? Soccer-itis. Tendonitis. Soccer-itis. What is tendonitis? I'd assume it's something to do with your tendons. <laughs> well. <laughs> 
Let's look it up. I've heard the I've heard it a zillion it's an times. Inflammation of the tendon due it to overstrain be. or it's overuse or overuse. something. I think heating it up, tendonitis. not heating it up enough, and then using it okay. under strain. Tendonitis is a condition in which the tissue connecting muscle to bone becomes inflamed. Okay, and that can be common types of tendonitis are tennis elbow, yeah, yeah. golfer's elbow. What computer elbow is computer elbow in there? Achilles tendonitis. Uh-huh. It's technically called tendinoth- tendinopathy, also called tendonitis. Well said. Wow. You know what I've heard also is really mm-hmm. bad bursitis. Bursitis is like I think the bursa sac that sits around that area, and uh-huh. it's like where fluid resides. It's like a reservoir, and that becomes inflamed, and that that's pretty bad too. Yeah, so many bur- things. Oh, bursitis is inflammation of the fluid-filled sac within a joint. Ah, uh, yeah. Bursa inflammation. Bursa occurs most often in joints that perform frequent repetition, rep- repetitive motion like your knees, elbows. Right, right. It's named after shoulders uh, your Aunt hips. Bursa. Ooh, Aunt yeah, Bursa. She, she had was it. such a she jerk. She was the first and she named it after. Such a jerk, that Aunt Bursa. Okay. <laughs> okay, so that's what tendonitis is. After that, I sprained my ankle, needed a boot and crutches. Three months later, I broke the growth plate in that same ankle. Well, God damn it. The growth plate is the contact point where the... Stop asking medical questions. I, I don't, don't know. These I people don't are, have answers, Sean. You know, I don't, I, don't. I don't need you to look it up. It's okay. But I, <laughs> I suspect that's the area on the bone where it grows from. Does it not grow in... I guess it wouldn't grow in all areas, just in certain areas. Because the circumference of the bone doesn't... Did your brain almost explode? You no, stopped what? for a second. <laughs> it didn't almost explode. I had a little short circuit. The growth plate is the area of tissue yes. near the end of long bones in children and teens that determine the future length and shape of the mature bone. The future. It's the future. Each long bone has at least two growth plates, one at each end. So okay. it's just where it grows. It's not going to grow in the middle. Right. It's going to grow at the end. Okay. That makes sense because it would be weird if the bone was growing from the center and it was like elongating this well, way. So, so it needs to be on the ends. So that's where it keeps spitting out. Like, and she broke her growth plate. And if you oh break no. your growth plate, if a fracture goes through a growth plate, it can result in a shortened or crooked limb. Mm. A growth plate fracture affects the layer of growing tissue near the end of a child's bone. Okay. Growth plates are the softest and weakest sections of the skeleton, sometimes even weaker than surrounding ligaments and tendons. Okay. It's just a, it's a soft little bone factory. It's where it's probably cr- protected by the joint. I'd assume so because it's at the hidden end. inside. It's that. hidden in the in that, but because tendonitis and all this stuff, right? Yeah. Um. Three months after that, okay, I broke my growth plate. Why the would same anyone people. ever want to use WebMD again when you have opinions that don't matter? We have people writing in. We got Sue opinions. We got Carolyn. We've got we have a lot of people to share. We have uh, someone recently was it last week was sharing stuff too, and she's a nursing school, I think, right? I think I'm going to dress like a doctor from now on. <gasps> I'm not a doctor, but I play one on a podcast. Yeah. It's like that at the end of uh, the Brooklyn Nine-Nine, when it goes, <clears throat> not a doctor. Right. I'll get one of those, the shiny thing that goes in your forehead. Oh, yeah. That nobody wears anymore. Nobody wears those anymore. It's just like a reflective anymore. device, right? I don't know. And they I'll don't wear the, them anymore. Uh, the thing to hit you on your knee and a stethoscope. I always wanted a stethoscope. I knew you were going to say stethoscope because it's the only word that any of us remember who are not doctors. You don't know what that thing's called. You don't know what this thing's called, but stethoscope right. by quality. I want the thing on Star Trek where they just go, not the tricorder, but the bones. The doctor would always. I don't know. I never watched that. And then, you know, like if you were sick, they'd just go. And they would. And they go, oh, thank you very much, doc. And they walk away. Like that's what. What was that show you were watching where there's like the belters and the whatever peoples? Miami Vice. Oh, the expanse. Yeah. Miami Vice. They wore belts. Belts. No, but the belters, they lived on the belt. Yes. Anyway, they had stuff. If you like. I had a like a big abrasion, wound. a wound. They go boop, 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 and it slowly grows back. This is the future. You know what we should do? I don't we think should it's cut the future. future off at the past. At the past, yeah, we should cut the future off the past <laughs> right now, and we'll we'll patent this for OTDM Landia. I'm a fair guy. We're fair people. We'll we'll totally give fair. it to our audience. The revenues of the future revenues. Mm-hmm. So all we have to do now is patent some medical devices. All you got to do. We just write it down. We send it to Invent Tech, just like with Joe. Now that oh. one didn't work because that was ideas in I here, money out here. Money. But, but now, still, it's kind of like that had to occur first for this to happen. Well, in our patent. Now we're putting we're our like, ideas in the box. That noise has to be in there. Mm-hmm. So we'll send in an audio recording. 
recording. And then we'll do, maybe someone can do a little drawing of like some fake skin reappearing, mm. you know, and like a little, it has to be a snazzy thing. Like, oh, it could be an app on your oh, iPhone. We sell it in the, in the app store. We could. nine ninety nine. Totally. And, you know, there's With in-app upgrades. purchases. Yeah, you know, in-app like, purchases. Uh, you want a, a second penis? All right. That's. No. Uh, oh, I grew old. What, what are you, Chewbacca over there? <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. I am. So I have no explanation for medical the, app, the noise. OTDM medical. You know, yeah. No. <laughs> All the noise making this caused us to. We're, we're, we're shorting out people. It seems <laughs> that your app doesn't really do anything except for make bad noises. <laughs> Hold on. We're, we're just uh, analyzing. We're, instead of putting the uh, nuclear uh, peptides through your toes, we have this app. It goes. Yeah. Makes the noise when a Flintstone runs. Oh, yeah. You know, and then uh, Wilma. You know, no, that's, it doesn't, you don't, that would ruin it. You can't have any words. Oh, yeah. Just noises. Yeah, yeah. It has to be international. We no to, words, we just We have noises. to redact that. David, All right. get on it. David, okay. if you could just draw this up in patent form and send it in. We'll we sign have any, it. any uh, artists out there that want to mm-hmm. contribute. We have a scientist who could put her name to this. Uh, Somebody. Ben could, you know, make it official in terms of. We uh, could figure out how. Well, we're going to need it when we go to Mars. Mm-hmm. So, That's you know. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Let's get back to oh, Carolyn's letter. Maybe we could sell it to Elon for, uh, you know, how much, like 50 billion. It's more important than Twitter. Your health is more important than Twitter. One hundred percent. Twitter is There's bad for health. There's a lot of things that are more health. important than Twitter. I mean, they're going to need it when they go to Mars. They're going to need our Can app. Can get back into her letter? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry. <laughs> so, remember, broke the growth plate in into the bone on the same ankle. Yeah. I have hypermobile Ehlers-Danlos syndrome, so I'm not surprised by these. That's what I wondered. I thought you had said that before that you had that. So. Yeah. We know we've talked about this in the past, but it's just crazy. I agree. Crazy. In between the second and third injuries, I strained my rotator cuff. (sighs) After all of these, I badly dislocated my finger and had to have a splint. After that, we're still going. You ready? Buckle up. I messed up my lower back and had a paralyzed leg. Jeez Louise. But the doctors didn't think my back was the problem, even though it hurt. What? The doc gave me a brace for the pain and I could walk again. But since then, until this past Friday, I was doing good. But on Friday, I landed wrong off the bars and did something to my knee. Off the bars? Off of the bars, it says. Monkey bars? Maybe. The drinking bars? Maybe both. Maybe a little bit of both. Do a backflip off the the bar after getting a beer? (laughs) I don't know. I I landed wrong off of bars. Parallel bars, maybe? Maybe. Okay, you have to let us know, Carolyn. My kneecap keeps sliding out of place, but I'm giving it time and rest. Ay, ay, ay. Hey, uh, hyperdanlos syndrome? Hypermobile. Hypermobile danlos. Ehlers-Danlos syndrome. Gotcha. <laughs> Hypermobile Ehlers-Danlos syndrome. Yes, 10 out of 10. Good job. Sounds, it's no joke. I mean, I'm no. joking around here, but geez, having to... To, to live well, the your life according that are supposed to supposed to hold your bones and joints in place aren't holding your bones and yeah joints not as well as they could yeah it's horrible mm-hmm. painful hoping it will heal on its own so anyways that's it for my crazy injuries yeah time for baby stories i wonder if stem cell uh works in relation to this if mm. if they're if they're looking at the relationship between these two i'm sure there's research you'd have to look up what research they're doing for ehlers danlos we have quite a few members of our community with it so it's obviously not a rare condition. No, it sounds like it's very com mm-hmm. or not very common, but it's it's very prevalent. So in there society. should be. And I wonder research. if it, if this has mm-hmm. always gone on throughout society. Like what the history of this is. We probably just didn't know what it was. There's a lot of those where there was no name for it. Yeah, and there's now, like oh, they're accident prone, mm-hmm. or if it's something environmental that that is uh, causing this to uh, yeah. to be more prevalent. I don't know. I, I, don't I find know. it fascinating though, like our relationship with our bodies and the environment. So. Agreed. Okay, so baby stories. I have a sister who is current. Wait, what? I have a sister who is currently 14 months old. Parents must have got remarried or had an accident. She's climbing everything and even brings the dog his toys. This one morning I slept in and according to my mother, when they came out of the bedroom, my sister ran over to my door. She pushed on it and yelled, hello. I was still asleep and it was a weekend, so I didn't wake up. It was hilarious. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> she learned. Hello, little human. But that's how she, you know. Yeah. So she's only 14 months old, so just toddling around. 
ran over to her door, pushed on it. Hello. Are you up? No, we're not up. It was hilarious. I've got many more stories. So let me know if you want more. We always want more funny. How do you have a sister that's so little? My gymnastics teammates are crazy. One of my teammates is jealous of me because I behave appropriately. What? Jealous because they can't keep themselves under control. I guess not. Not totally sure how that entirely works, but it's completely crazy. All of the younger girls on the team side with me. So it's honestly just hilarious to watch her try to turn them or try to convince the coaches that I did something ridiculous. Let me know if you want more details. We always want more details, Lynn. You send it in. Thanks for reading, Lynn. And sorry, I was calling you Carolyn. I forgot you go by Lynn. That's my bad. Hmm. Oh, then we have a little bit more from Lynn. Okay. Says it's Lynn here again. Totally fine. And I like these. I like the back to back. You asked for more information on POTS. Yes. Basically, my autonomic nervous system has trouble regulating things. Okay. Your autonomic nervous system controls things like heart rate, blood pressure, breathing, temperature, and dilation of blood vessels. Um, our friend Fabs, who has long COVID, was diagnosed with something. I'm going to forget what it is, but it also affects her autonomic nervous system. So it's those things. Um, because of my POTS, my autonomic nervous system fails to control my heart rate when I stand up. I also have trouble with my blood vessel dilation, hence why I wear compression socks all day. Oh, Katie uh, wears <laughs> compression socks, and I would wonder what brand you're wearing. Comrade is the bomb. Well, I know you. that's what you're mm-hmm. wearing. Yeah. But if you have any brands that you like, you let me know. Okay. Um, I also have trouble with my blood vessel dilation, hence why I wear compression socks. This is due to both my POTS and hypermobile Ehlers-Danlos syndrome. I was formally diagnosed with hypermobile Ehlers-Danlos syndrome, by the way. And I know that was short, but that's all I really had to say. Hmm. Lynn. Thanks, Lynn. That's really helpful. Do we have time for one more? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. And Lynn, I hope uh, you're recovering you know, quickly. Yeah, getting the right support. Yeah, exactly. And watch out on those bars, man. I know. Be careful. It's crazy. First of all, I'm just amazed that you're doing gymnastics with hypermobile Ehlers-Danlos syndrome and all the in pots and all this stuff because it, you know, injuries, I'd assume are more a higher high, higher likelihood of having an injury and you're still doing what you want to do kicking ass and taking names i know Amazing. i'm always impressed i tried gymnastics for all of two weeks when i was a kid because there was another kid in my class mm-hmm. uh, and he was doing parallel bars oh yeah in the gym one day yeah. and i was like how the heck does he know how to nick was his name mm. and uh so i i talked to him after class and he's like oh i do gymnastics um at the school i'm like i didn't even know we had a gymnastics program so i went with Fun. Him. No, it was embarrassing. Not embarrassing, but... How old were you? I don't know, like 13. It was grade oh, seven. because they usually start when they're like six or seven. Yeah, he, he already had the skills. I had zero skills. And so I ran full speed towards the... There's like a springboard uh-huh. and then and a thing that you jump over. To, uh-huh. like a, it looks like a pommel horse, but it's, tur- it's turned sideways towards it. What is that thing called? It's a springboard. Yeah, but there's a springboard and then there's a thing that you launch over. Like there's oh. another thing. It's like a horse turned sideways. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I can't think of what it's called. We'll just yes. call it the accident site. Because <laughs> I hit that thing going full clip. Because Nick made it look easy and Nick was smaller than me. Mm-hmm. See? So you're like, I can do it. Well, he he ran. He made it look very good, by the way. I still remember. And Lynn will know what that thing's called. I can't think of it he off hit that springboard. Mm-hmm. And he gracefully flew over like a ninja. Now, sure. being someone who was in ninja training myself, I thought... Easy. So I did I ran, ninjutsu. I hit the springboard and the springboard was a lot stiffer. They don't bounce that much. No. And it jammed my knees up real good. Oh, you, you know, like the energy. Oh, you, you hadn't I felt the springboards. You didn't know what you were in for because nope. they don't bounce like. Not at all. It's and, just a little give. It's got a really thick spiral or a thick uh, spring under that. That summer I also failed at diving because mm. the diving board was too springy. Oh. Know? This one's too springy. This one's not springy enough. Just enough. enough. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I hit it and my legs, you know, when you like jam a joint, Mm -hmm. that hurts. I jammed the joint and I looked and I was like, oh no, Ah. no exit strategy. And I launched right into the horse. Head into the horse. Head horse. uh, Head first. (laughs) Head horse. (laughs) (laughs) And ever since then, they called me the horse. (laughs) Uh, Oh, what a good nickname. Yeah. 